Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning. Happy Friday. Um, it is July 1st. Sure is. Nice. Which means that we are now in the second half of 2022. Where has the year gone? Yeah, it's been a really Fast. interesting and uh, busy first half of the year for us. Yeah. And uh, every indication is the second half is going to be as busy. Why is it that we always like, you know, you talk to people, it's July 1st, like, oh my gosh, the year has gone by so fast. And so, yeah, why do, why do we, why does it just seem to go by so much faster than it did? Like when we were a kid, mm -hmm. holy heck, 20 minutes felt like a lifetime. Yeah. And now. Are you saying world? I'm hearing you say the world. Well, either that or the world is getting faster. Oh, that could be that too. <laughs> Definitely getting faster, which kind of ties into our theme for today. Yeah, one, one of the two things, but. Yeah. Um, you know, welcome. We're, we're glad that we could have you all here. And, um, just a couple of quick things before we, we dive into what we want to talk about. Um, one of which again, TIADA coming up, right? Check their website. If you haven't already registered, really, really, really great conference for people in buy here, pay here. And we will be broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. Again, still need to work out the details about. Will uh, that be in our hotel room? Right, will that or, be out on the floor? We don't know exactly yet. So I'm sure that we will be having that conversation soon. I know that the the folks there were pretty busy before NIADA, and and uh, and Jim and I will be actually Jim and I will be uh, will be talking once, and then Jim will be uh, handling a dealer panel. Uh, with some really, really cool dealers uh, on t the Tuesday. But the Monday, we're going to be speaking on 101 business planning. Mm -hmm. Some very um, successful and well-established uh, dealers attending um, when we do that mm -hmm. panel. And so, yeah, I'm excited to do that on Tuesday. Yeah. And then you and I will be speaking on business planning. Yeah. And for those of you who might be in Texas or otherwise attending, you know, I would just want to say once more that that session is not just for business planning for a dealer who are brand new in the business. This will be a, a value to anybody who, mm -hmm. uh, um, to any dealer, period. I mean, we, what we're going to talk about will be a value to any dealer at any stage of their buy here, pay your business. Yeah, it'll be fun, and um, and those of you that know us that uh, we'll be we'll be talking about some things that really typically aren't talked about sure. um, in your typical class. So we're looking forward to seeing y'all there. Um, we, we see that there's a bunch of people that have that are listening to us live. So if you want to um, shout out where you're from and what uh, please and who you are. Yeah. Good morning or whatever. Remember, it says it gives instructions there on the StreamYard broadcast, but in order for us to see your name, you just have to uh, register yeah. a StreamYard or give permission through Facebook for, for us yeah. to be able to see your name. But otherwise, just maybe throw your name on there and what state you're yeah. from. And and uh, we, we appreciate folks listening in. And uh, so this is the beginning of a three-day weekend. Mm -hmm. We have a federal holiday on Monday, so um, some of you may, some of you may not be open on the 4th. I think most people that we know are not. Right. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we will be, 
we will be broadcasting a recorded episode yeah. on Monday because we kind of decided that we wanted to be able to, um, I don't know, enjoy family and sleep in a little bit. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking about the sleep part, but, but uh, I love sleep. Yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. Uh, We're not getting enough of it these days, but I think, um, yeah, that broadcast is really for anybody who does tune in um, live who didn't yeah. know we weren't going to be live on Monday. For those who tune in, there'll be a short uh, session there or a short uh, show for that uh, that audience. But yeah, we're going to take a break from that. So we'll be recording something that will go out uh, on Monday morning at the regular scheduled time. Yeah. So good morning, Bill. Um, Bill is uh, out there doing the stuff that uh, uh, NIADA Dealer 20 uh, group moderator does yeah. and visiting some some people and and those of you who have been kind of watching us on Facebook, there is a new tour mm -hmm. that is going on and it's called the Smoked Old Fashioned Tour. And I feel like we're falling behind. I, I think Bill well, is. Getting... I think Bill's Bill like he, he picked this up. He picked the baton up and he is running with. It. Yeah. So watch for the <laughs> hashtag near yeah, you. Yeah, it is. So it's great. We've we've enjoyed a couple of smoked old fashions with him and and got some really great video of of uh, one that was that was enjoyed last night. So um, it's just a fun reward for me. It's it, just a really it's, it's a really nice. Yeah, treat. it's it's different than a regular old fashioned. So those of you who have not ever had a smoked old fashioned, but enjoy an old fashioned. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking putting smoke flavoring like your bitters yeah. into it. I'm talking about wood fired smoke. And it's not Amazing. necessarily a new thing. It's just something that we've uh, found that we particularly enjoy. And so we've, mm -hmm. uh, and we found that Bill Elizondo also enjoys one. And so we're yep. just, <laughs> that's the, becoming the new tour. And by yeah. the way, uh, Bill, I did find out there are some places here in Salt Lake city where we can get one. So look yeah, forward to meeting up town. with you. And when we get back, yeah, yeah. So we're making a quick run to Colorado for uh, the weekend to yeah. spend some time with family and might even get in a little golf. Okay, so um, you people out there in by here Perryland probably don't know that we both really enjoy golf. Did we even pick up our clubs last year at all? We were so busy. Ah, I, maybe. Once. I know we carted them around the country yeah. in the RV, but I don't think we picked them up at no, all. We never played. So. So we're going to have to beg forgiveness for one time in the Florida Panhandle, I think was the last time we played. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I think we have done top golf, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so, not um, uh, one other quick thing is that I think, are, are you planning on, oh yeah, we, we may, um, uh, Jim can tell you how to do this, but I think that we are set up to take a phone call. If someone has something that they want to add to the conversation, so we're, uh, yeah, we're, we're in test mode. So we, we think yeah. we're discovering a way to, um, to bring, uh, listeners into the conversation. So if anybody's listening this morning that has my cell phone and wants to yeah, dial the phone, we, we can, can only do one person at a time. So we'll try to keep it brief. If anybody does, um, decide that, that they want to, to, uh, log in or to give us a quick call, but, um, let's, let's talk about the topic of the day. Yeah. So, um, we, we talked about, we teased with our title that we want to talk about what, um, what stinky cars might have to do with, uh, <laughs> with this whole thing about digital delivery. Because, you, you mentioned to me while we were having our first cup of coffee, I think I'm on my second now, um, <laughs> that it had something to do with stinky something. And all of a sudden it just clicked no, what clicks. it is that he's talking now, about. Now and now it's funny it. as heck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I really should make sure that Michelle is awake before we start these shows. <laughs> 
<clears throat> but no, we, uh, so we had a, a shopping experience and, um, I might back up and tell the part of the story where, you know, this is a company that I won't mention their name, but I've done business with them many times over the years. Um, bought cars for my kids, you know, and have recommended, uh, folks go there. Just a nice shopping experience. Um, and so I started there again. Like I, I was, um, it's someone that, you know, well, it's a, it's a group. It's a dealership. Yeah, but group I mean, that it's I a dealership that you know, I'm familiar and that with. you're familiar with how they do business and yeah. you're familiar with, uh, and I've always yeah. been pleased, had good yeah, experiences and, with them. And yeah. so yeah, it was just naturally. And then add to that, the fact that we travel so much and bouncing around. And so we got an approval that was good for 30 days and we weren't sure where we were going to be buying. So, you know, jumped on their website, got pre-qualified that kind of let me know what we, the rates you, would we be. We did that while we were in Florida and we've been to like 17 different States. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating, exaggerating but, but, um, so we landed in Utah with the expectation of buying a car yeah. here. And, yeah. And thinking that we had, Oh my goodness, we have this whole thing figured out and we, we need to get a car on Saturday. Yeah. So. so, you know, for our listeners, I'll make sure they know where I'm going with all this is like, it, it led to this thing about, cause I was an observer, um, you know, as much as I was a participant in the whole car <laughs> buying process, me or the entire process, <laughs> the entire process. Yeah. Cause I'm part of this whole, title thing yeah well yeah so that was uh also part of the thing is like so we we see in our industry obviously in buy here pay here more so in the retail business but it's also penetrating the buy here payer space as well as you know the the internet age that we're in this matter of you know online car shopping people shopping from their cell phones and now we're moving toward a digital delivery format Obviously, people are watching the the whole uh, Carvana experience, and we're hearing of consumers talk about their Carvana experience. And uh, so, as that happens, we're just mindful, as you know, coaches and advisors, we we're mindful of that whole thing. And you know, I can generally tell you that we're asking our clients to be adaptable and be prepared mm -hmm. to serve customers wherever they are, meet them and wherever they might be in that shopping experience and let them do business in the way that they want to do business. The way you always say it is, you know, um, what do you want to do? Like, you know, if you're, yeah. if you're working, what's your website need to look like? Well, it's just like offer the what consumer, do you want to do? how do you want to buy? Uh, you yeah. know, and so that's kind of the approach that we're taking so that we can reach customers, you know, however they'd prefer to buy, because you're, you got a changing world. You got, um, it's definitely different generationally. I mean, mm -hmm. a young consumer is going to want to buy differently. You know, obviously we're speaking generally, but they're going to want to buy differently, mm -hmm. you know, than a consumer our age might. So it's just, it's something to be aware of. Yeah. So as I jumped on and did the pre-qualification, just took a few minutes and had the pre-qualification. searched and searched. And, and so searched I used those filters to mm -hmm. go find cars. Which and, is great. Really yeah, super it's really nice. user friendly. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we're, we're, uh, we're a regular retail um, uh, client. So, you know, we, we kind of do have a little bit more of a, the opportunity of a lot of choice, mm -hmm. a lot of choice. Yeah. So we were able to go and, and kind of use the, the pre-qualification to go, you know, pick some vehicles. And so if I take that and look at it through the lens of the typical shopper, I mean, this was again, not a buy here, payer transaction, but it was, it was a shopping experience through an online, you know, process. And there were a couple of observations about that. Um, it was it was easy for me to get pre-qualified and then go to their website and, and continue the shopping experience with the pre-qualification, followed me everywhere uh -huh. I went shopping and all that stuff was nice. Uh, and then when we kind of narrowed it down to one car, we identified one, we were in Salt Lake City, we, we 
town when it's a local lot. And so we, we scheduled to go visit it. We actually scheduled uh-huh. an appointment online through their portal. I'd like to go back a little bit because mm-hmm. when we first, and this is another piece that I think um, that we can all learn from. Um, this is an established company. They've got really slick online process. Uh, we had to, when we got pre-approved, uh, say which location. local mm-hmm. location that we were going to go to and crickets. Yeah. We got from the that, one from that location. Message. So it's like, and, and that was really like, really crickets. Yeah. It was strange yeah. because, and, and look, I, there could be any number of explanations. We, we actually reached out to them asking a question, crickets. Yeah, they did. So I think you might not remember that. I did get one text message from the local sales rep. I got one. And so that was right after I sent in my thing, my my application. And so within, you know, an hour Mm -hmm. or so, I got a text message from a rep with a name at the local store saying, you know, happy to help. And then... And then I, so I, I responded to that and kind of, you know, might, might come Saturday or whatever. And then Nothing. not a single word. I after know that. The, the gal that we talked to, um, cause we did talk to somebody, uh, and just, that was like a, like a BDR. Um, I, yeah. And business so she, development business rep. development rep. And so she was super, super helpful, but she was remote and she wasn't on the site, but she was like, you know, if, if you're going, if you're going that route, she would. And so she was fantastic. On yeah. point. Yeah. One interesting thing really that happened in that, that is she offered to co-shop with me. She offered to uh-huh. join me on oh, yeah. an online virtual meeting and take me shopping, you know, through their website and which help was me kind of, which was a nice offer. Yeah. I was already quite familiar with the whole filtering process and how to shop on my own. So I didn't take her up on it, but I thought that was an interesting thing. That's basically what we suggest to a lot Calling of clients. Calling it co-shopping. Can I co-shop with you? Yeah. So it's and- a, it's a nice way to think about that. And so I think it's, it's part of what we are trying to do is, is, you know, Use, um, gosh, use Messenger, use virtual meetings, mm-hmm. use get face-to-face with people so that you can um, just basically yeah. do the experience as though you were sitting with them. So just, you know, before we go back to to our experience here, moral of the story is that a, um, a virtual assist a virtual business development um can be really effective you know if they've got like the let me shop with you which is actually putting them on the same side of the table as you and it d- it diffuses so much of the you're a salesperson because she's so, like i want to go shopping can yeah. we go shopping too so that was really really beautiful the other um so if that's something that you guys want to do that's uh, and want to go more with the online um uh, approval process. That's a beautiful thing to add in a layer in that. If, if you don't, you know, want to be able to have that process done virtually before they step foot on the, on the lot. The other thing is, is if you're gonna have a lead funnel, if you're going to have a way to get people, um, to in front of your salespeople, make sure your salespeople have the expectation set that they are really responsive well, and yeah. and in today's day and age, the systems can do part of the automation of the follow up, which can be good. I mean, we don't want to be a nuisance, but we certainly want to follow up. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, if we only want to finance the customers who are unemployed and on the couch all day, that's one thing. But if you're going to finance folks who are employed, which most of us do, 
then they're busy. They're, yeah. they're on the go. And just because they didn't respond to your last text message doesn't mean that they're not still in the market to buy a car and couldn't use some help from us. So yeah, yeah the follow-up thing is, is a piece of this that I observed on the day. I was really surprised that an operation as sophisticated as that, I can, I can appreciate them being shorthanded. I can appreciate them making a, a policy decision not to be a nuisance, but this was worse. This well, was this was, they weren't following up at all. They weren't touching base with me yeah. at all. And we see um, some of the the softwares that, that are out there that help with this process that it's super easy to set up reminders for salespeople. Sure. Um, you know, once someone gets into their funnel that it's like, have you reached out to them? And, and they're automated. You're right. So it will remind them every day. Reach and out very few whatever. of the dealers that we talk to have so much business that they can't make time to follow up. Yeah. It's mostly yeah. okay. the other. So let's, 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 that, that was moral of the story of part yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, part sure. one. So let's go to, let's move to part so two. So part two of the story is, which we, is where we, the, yeah, the stinky. we filter inventory, we decide <laughs> what we want, we kind of narrow it down to body style mm -hmm. and miles and all the good stuff. And, mm -hmm. and now we, we identified one. And then this was kind of jumped off the page. This is, you know, so this looks like a really be the, yeah, good this looks option. Like so Everything actually, looked good. So what do we do? We jump to the website, we click the car, we schedule an appointment for that particular they, car. They reserve that car so no one else can drive that car. Was, they put it on hold. And mm -hmm. so we were able to schedule that without any kind of deposit. We were able to schedule the part. Uh, uh, and so we blocked off that time. And we went in the afternoon and uh, we we got there and it took a minute to get a, a rep assigned to us. And then <laughs> so we walked out and started looking at cars. And Michelle, you might want to pick up the story from there. Well, it, it, we yeah, it, so it took a couple of minutes to get get him started. And those of you who know, the it's summer. And when it's summer and windows are rolled up in vehicles, um, the vehicles, if it's 95 degrees outside, we all know what happens on the end. None of us like getting into a car that's been shut up for a long time because it's hot as Hades. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, the vehicles are hot. So, <laughs> so we finally get like the ability to get in the car. We had to go find it ourselves. We had to go find it ourselves because they were busy and they just, they left, everything was gated. So they left the cars unlocked with like, you know, the keys and stuff on the car and open the car door and oh my gosh what died in that car it's, it was awful it mm -hmm. was absolutely awful and i was like oh honey um yeah I did no, plan I, B. I, I i plan b so we went car to car mm -hmm. and i it got to the point where the first thing i did i mean lovely vehicles mm -hmm. first thing i did was put my head in there and take a good deep whiff. And there yeah. were a couple that it's like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was bad. And I thought some of them were, um, I'm not, I'm not a real fan of, of stale tobacco. And mm -hmm. so there were some that were like that. There were some that, uh, that smelt like sour milk. There were some that smelt like rotten chicken. And I'm like, I'm sure that they're getting them from all over the place, but on paper online, mm -hmm. they look fan Fantastic. Sure. Virtual tour. You got a 360 photo. The cars oh, yeah. are clean inside Beautiful. and out. Yeah. Great miles. Great. And, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, and priced appropriate for and the nice, type of car. Nice warranty included yeah. and whatever. So I think you're, you're probably connecting the dots on where we're going with this story already. It's like, we were all queued up to buy this car. We were, this was going to be the car. Mm -hmm. If it drove well, we were ready to sign the documents and take the car home. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly we're starting from scratch again because 
all of the kind of next level cars that we were interested. We we walked through their inventory and we looked through, but nothing mm. really excited us. And I mean, so we we did kind of like, okay, this one could work. I didn't like. I'm not. I will. Am I not that picky? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Be, no comment. Be careful. Um. I well, actually, it wasn't me so much as you're like, honey, I don't really like the color. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so the, the, the rest of it, I mean, it smelled good, which, you know, that became, that went from not even on the radar of something that we were looking at to, I'm sorry, that's the first thing now that I'm checking. And again, um, we're, we're not the typical buy here, pay here consumer, but we, we all want to love the car that we drive, yeah. especially we're going to drive it for three or and four not years. I feel like we're going to have to pull off on the side of the road and yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but it was bad. So, so let's understand that, you know, the point of what we're talking about here in the context of digital delivery is, you know, it's my, it's been my belief before. And I think what that really did was kind of um, confirm for me that, you know, the digital process is, is interesting. It's a cool opportunity, but, and I heard a story the other day about somebody who bought a car and had a, had a car delivered oh, yeah, to their yeah, door yeah. from and two hours loved away. loved it. Yeah. And they it's, it's great. But what, had, what if they had driven what if they had delivered a car two hours away to somebody and then they got in and had a smoke smell like or something yeah. that was, you oh. know, a turnoff is, or otherwise just didn't feel right. They drove it and it just didn't feel right. I mean, you know, this is my point about the whole digital thing. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't evolve and adapt. We, we definitely in a buy here, pay your business, we need to be prepared to adapt. We're certainly heading into some different times. Yeah. I, I'm not one to, I'm no prognosticator. Like I can't tell you what's going to, um, you know, change in our industry exactly, but we can, most of us anticipate changes are coming. Mm -hmm. uh, we you know, we got market changes and we need to be able to adapt. Um, so that just means the way people buy is also adapting and so are changing. So we, it, we're asking our clients out there to be prepared to meet customers where they are, serve them and ask them, how do you want to do business? And let's make sure that our process is designed to serve either one. And I think what I'm trying to suggest here is we've seen how slick the digital thing can be. Mm -hmm. And if, if the customer was pre-qualified, they'd already chosen a car and they came in and it drove exactly as expected, then it's a quick and simple process. Oh, we would have been in and out of there. And yeah. And we've seen it with our clients yeah. who are using some pretty sophisticated CRMs oh, yeah. and approval, <laughs> you know, methods. And so it's like, you can, yeah, customer can get pre-approved and basically oh, yeah. come and take delivery. Right. Yeah. That actually just reminds me of, uh, we, we helped a client launch a new, um, underwriting tool and, um, Neo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, they, the day that it went live, we had all the automations on, we get in with, cause we were on site when, when, when Neil went live, we get in and they have, they open the, the system up and they already have one person in there that has landed on a car, been pre-approved by their um, application right. process on the website. Mm -hmm. They'd already loaded their steps, so their their license, their um, pay. So they upload with a photo they, from their phone. Everything, and these people were all they had to do was come and drive the car. Yeah, and that's so it. Done. This customer had yeah. already said already had a soft credit pull, so that um, gave them a you know credit rating mm -hmm. inside the the CRM and underwriting mm -hmm. thing. Um, so yeah, it was it was super, super slick. Super slick, and there's 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 stuff out there that that you know most buy here pay here dealers have the ability to go very. That can happen. There are parts of that to. that make me yeah. uncomfortable. But what I'm learning to to do is that, you know, the data tells us that we, we shouldn't be uncomfortable. History says that customer meets the qualification. Mm -hmm. We don't need to know as much about this customer as we did yeah. back when I when I was 
you know, taken applications as a dealer myself or a manager mm -hmm. before that. It's like, you know, we wanted to really know the customer quite well. And, and that's still the most comfortable place for me is know the customer that we're stepping into a relationship with. Mm -hmm. But in this day and age, we can see that the, the math, all the analytics say that this customer who did this and filled up this credit, Good. they, they Good have risk. this down payment really? on this particular yeah. car, they're, they're, they meet the conditions. And so it should be a quick and simple delivery. So there's that. But then there's still just this matter of what if the car doesn't drive and feel right? You know, uh -huh. you, you jump online and you pick one you like, and, and it's maybe you're a multiple location store and, and there's a car that's at a certain location and we want to locate, we want to pull the car from one location to another or whatever. It's like, okay, well, that's great. But what if we go through all that trouble and we get it here and it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't drive quite right. Or, you know, doesn't smell quite right or whatever. Uh, it's got a blind spot. It doesn't just, I'm not comfortable driving it. So we've gone through all this. So I, I think where you, you see where I'm going, like the, the sales, former salesperson, sales manager in me wants to be able to use, um, you know, relationship building and, and the old thing about rapport and building trust with somebody and, you know, eye contact and handshakes and all the stuff that is body language. And, you know, we just really want customers there. So I'm still going to be recommending the approach that when the customer is comfortable doing so, when I can get them to agree to do it, I'm going to invite them in. I want to have them here and then whatever comes up, I can help them to navigate whatever is going on in the process if they need help mm -hmm. with. And we need to talk about doing something different with a co-buyer or, you know, whatever might be the case or choosing a different car or whatever. They're there to work with me and I can help them through that process. So it's still going to be my recommendation to clients. So let's invite the customer in, you know, as mm -hmm. soon as they can. If they if they can't, if that's not practical and we want to do a virtual meeting instead, fine. If they want to do an online application, fine. It's just that I'm going to still invite them in knowing that when I have them here, that my chances of helping them and actually closing a deal and solving the problem mm -hmm. is much higher when I've got them at the building. So the moral, 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 moral of the story mm -hmm. is be prepared to meet your customer where they are most comfortable meeting you. Sure. And also if you got a smelly car. Yeah. <laughs> We there, there's technology out there. There's, so there's stuff. There's so to stuff kind of help you know that. put a bow on it, we we didn't make a purchase. We still haven't made a purchase, yeah. and so I think you know we we still may do business with those folks. Mm -hmm. they, we've had zero follow up from them since we None, were in their dealership which is on just Really, really weird. You know, on the one hand, you can say people, consumers don't like pushy salespeople, so maybe they don't. Maybe that's part of their strategy. Maybe because, maybe because we're in this industry and know how important it's like in our. It's, follow up. They did yeah. not withhold the keys from us. None of that stuff. So mm -hmm. there was no games. Um, so I'm still open to going back and doing business with them. It's yeah. just that we learned a lot going through that process. And yeah. I think what it, how it applies for me in the buy here, payer space is we just have to, I think some follow up is appropriate mm -hmm. and we don't want to be a nuisance, but we certainly want to keep checking in with people. And, um, and then, you know, that's a separate subject, but sometimes the whole follow up thing in the context of a buy here, pay here, arrangement like there's just something fundamentally uncomfortable to me about pursuing 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 a customer who's a poor credit consumer and say come bring your poor credit and come do business with us you know there's yeah. just something fundamentally uncomfortable about that for me and and uh, so i i we're always yeah. trying to navigate that you know yeah. it's like but um so yeah that was our story we're sticking to it on that front yeah. and then i did i did want to uh, shout out to emily from painter mishes said oh, good morning from pennsylvania and and Bill, um, there was one thing that he mentioned in here that I I, I want to tease for, and I think we've kind of teased it before, but we need to write it down and make sure that we um, we add a, 
uh, episode about this. He said, virtual assistant, love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, well, I love the idea of a virtual assistant period. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we want to talk one of these days about um, a position that we helped develop mm-hmm. or created sure. um, for some friends of ours, uh, a client of ours um, that is called a customer advocate. Right. And, um, and so one of these days we're going to, we're going to chat about that, uh, some, maybe we will next week sometime, yeah. um, talk about, actually that might be if, if we don't already have a guest for next Wednesday, that might be a really good sure. right hat Wednesday, um, topic, but a customer advocate and, um, it, yeah, it, it can be really a game changer yeah. in some ways. Um, so yeah. And I'm tease, also tease. sure before we wrap up, I'm sure with any listeners that we're, um, we're moving on, you know, we're fortunate to be adding some, um, engagements, some clients, and, mm-hmm. uh, we are always looking to how can we better support and serve them. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, one of the things we're doing is we're hiring, um, and bringing onto our team, a marketing officer. And so well, we're, yeah, we're, and, we're, and, we're, a project and that's manager. not a virtual person. That's a very <laughs> yeah. real person. Somebody yeah. we know. We, we had, we had, a uh, cocktails. They didn't have smoked old fashioned. Yeah. But we, so we, we expect to reach an understanding with them soon. And the reason that matters to any of our listeners is that not only is, is this person going to be able to provide some marketing help to us as a company, but, but also marketing be able to add to a them. lot of marketing um, help to our clients out there. So, you know, that's something that Michelle and I are, are working on. And we've developed quite a lot of um, material curriculum around marketing uh, for buy here, pay here. And so that's something that we look forward to having this person. Uh, and we're not talking little... about replacing some of the people that we really love and enjoy in oh, the no. space. This is a beautiful compliment to this what is... it is that's out there. And, and yeah. And this is a person who would basically be um, representing us in all things marketing. And, and you and I would go focus on the operational side of what happens yeah. and, and kind of, you know, we would still be very much involved, but it's somebody yeah. who can take the lead on all the yeah. marketing. So we're stuff. hoping that uh, sometime, you know, within the next few weeks or something we can yeah make that announcement make that announcement yeah. so all righty um okay so hey holiday weekend mm-hmm. um those of you who America. uh America. <laughs> those of you who uh who just like i'm sorry but i'm this is a cadence and i will be listening on Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern um you will be hearing a, a short recorded episode on Monday for those right. that, that aren't aware that we're not going to be live. Um, and you know, if you want to listen, great. If you know that we're not going to be there, if not, then we will, we will see you live mm-hmm. on Wednesday next week, which I don't even know what go day. enjoy your family on Monday. Whatever yeah. we talked about on Monday, but it's pre-recorded. You can always find it in a playlist. Oh, later. absolutely. So yeah, the sixth, mm-hmm. the sixth of, um, of July and, so have a fantastic weekend. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. All right. We'll talk to you thanks. later. Thanks. Bye.